بتسبقنا إليها وتنثور وردانا من مقلتيها يرفرف سعدنا في كل درب فيبتهج السنة الطافي عليها Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. You are listening to the Voice of the Cape on 91.3 FM in the program Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage. Alhamdulillah, my technician doing duty, that is Faldi Fandali. And of course, our Honorable Sheikh in studio is Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels, the Imam of Masjidul Rabi in Mitchell's Plain. And we say, Allahumma inna nas'aluka ridaka wal jannata wa na'udhu bika min sahadika wa na'ar, inshaAllah. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we seek Allah's forgiveness in Jannah and we seek Allah's protection from the fire of Jahannam. Sheikh, Assalamu alaikum and welcome to the Voice of the Cape. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh bataraji wa kaifa haluka. Alhamdulillah. We're looking forward for another interesting program like last week, Sheikh, inshallah. Because it was by a response to Karifan the program, inshallah. Alhamdulillah. So without further ado, Sheikh, I had you over to inshallah. Bismillah. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. Wa salatu wa salamu ala ashrafil mursaneen. سيدنا وحبيبنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل العقدة من لساني يفقو قولي اللهم يا الله لا تكلني إلى نفس طرفة عين ولا أقل من ذلك My beloved and wonderful mothers and fathers and my beloved sisters and brothers and beloved honorable youth and children and dear listeners of the voice of a kid I greet you with universal greetings of love and respect and honor and mercy and peace. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. It is once again a great honor and a privilege for me to be with you in your homes, in your kitchens, in your rooms, in your vehicles, wherever you are, in Cape Town, in South Africa, or all over the world. But once again, remember that you are close to our hearts and you are close to the airwaves of the voice of the Cape. Alhamdulillah, thumma alhamdulillah, we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for all the favors that Allah has bestowed upon us. And we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the greatest honor and privilege, and that is to be part of the ummah of La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We can't thank Allah enough that Allah has chosen us to be Muslimin. We don't want, even want to imagine our life would have been if we had to live in disbelief, not believing in Allah or ascribing partners to Allah. But Alhamdulillah, thumma Alhamdulillah, in a million or a billion or a trillion times, Alhamdulillah, we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has granted us Iman in Allah, and Iman in Rasulullah, and Iman in the Book of Allah, and Iman in the Day of Yawm Al-Qiyamah. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us to live with Iman, and that we leave this world with Iman. Amin Ya Rabbil Alameen. Wa salatu wa salamu ala Sayyidina wa Habibina Muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And may the peace and blessings be of, of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and our beloved Nabi Muhammad Al-Qa'il, the one that said, The people closest to me the day of Qiyamah and the people first in line to receive the shafa'ah of Rasulullah to enter the Jannah are those people who are the most consistent in putting salawat under Nabi Muhammad Al-Qa'il. Hulle is daar die mense wat die meeste salawat gesit het op die Nabi Muhammad So join me as usual on this part of the day that all of us, thousands and thousands of us, we are going to put salawat on Rasulullah. And we are so blessed because Allah will send immediately to us and to Cape Town and wherever we are the mercy from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
So please join me. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammadin al-Nabiyyil Ummi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallim Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammadin al-Nabiyyil Ummi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallim Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammadin al-Nabiyyil Ummi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallim MashaAllah My beloved ones, before we're going to, to, to do the dua of, of the day, a new dua I would first like to remind your honorable selves of a few important reminders. Uh, first of all, it is recorded from, from Abu Darda. Abu Darda. This is a very important name to remember. It's a great Sahabi of the Nabi Muhammad Abu Darda He says in this hadith, but before I'm going to read to you the hadith, many years ago, uh, Sheikh Basyuni, Abdul Salam Basyuni from Egypt, he came to Cape Town for the first time. And uh, may Allah subhanahu wa make it easy for him uh, because he's now in Egypt in a very difficult situation. But what I've learned from him, this is about 30 years ago. He, he said that um, one day a friend of Abu Darda came to him and he said to him, Limada ta'ishu muqashafa? Why do you live in so, such so, a so poor state? Look at the condition of your house. And Abu Darda said to his friend, uh, Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm busy with, uh, with another house. And his friend said to him, but what type of friend are you? I mean, we friends for years and you didn't tell me about the other house. So Abu Darda took him by his hand and said, I'm going to take you now to my other house that I'm busy with. And he took him to the Qabr, to the Maqbara, and said to him that I'm busy with that house. Allahu Akbar. I'm busy with that house. That's why I'm, I've been neglectful with my own house here. Allahu Akbar. Abu Darda uh, reports that our beloved Nabi Muhammad said, alayhi sallatu wasallam, "Ala unabbiukum bi khayri a'malikum, wa azkaha inda malikikum, wa arfa'iya fi darajatikum." Shouldn't I inform you of the best deeds that you can ever do while you are in this world? Listen to the to the, the question of Rasulullah. This is the way that Nabi Muhammad, alayhi sallatu wasallam, drew attention of the Sahaba and of all of us. Shouldn't I inform you of the best that you can ever do while you're in this world? And it is also the most purified that you can do in this world by Allah. And it will be the cause that Allah will raise you the highest darajat in the akhirah. And it's even better, says Rasulullah, than spending your gold and your silver in sadaqah. And it's even better meeting your enemy on the battlefield. Subhanallah. And the Sahaba said, Bala ya Rasulullah, please tell us ya Rasulullah. And the Nabi Muhammad said, Dhikrullah, the remembrance of Allah. This is the first reminder I want to give. Hmm. Shouldn't I inform you the best that you can ever do while you are in this world? And the most purified by Allah, the Dhikrullah. Waqala Abu Huraira radiallahu and Sayyidina Abu Huraira also said that our beloved Nabi Muhammad said, Sabaqal Mufarridun. 
the mufarridun they are right in front they are right in front in other words right in front to to to, to go to jannah qalu wa mufarridun and the sahaba say rasulullah no what what is the meaning of mufarridun who are they and then nabi muhammad said adhakirun allah kathiran wa dhakirat they are the men and women that remember Allah in abundance. Allahu Akbar. My dear beloved ones, Allah says to us in the Holy Quran, to each one of us, not to certain people, to each one of us, Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu dhkurullaha dhikran kathira. Oh, you believe? Remember Allah in abundance. And wasabbihuhu and glorify Allah. In other words, say subhanallah, subhanallah. Morning and evening, or some ulama translated, day and night. Say, make tasbih, Allahu Akbar. My dear, wonderful listeners, I think that if we look back into our lives, all of us, or most of us would agree that we haven't done so well in remembering, remembering Allah in abundance. Let me repeat that. If I, I feel and I think that if we look back into our lives, all of us or most of us would agree that we haven't done so well in remembering Allah in abundance. We didn't deal so well in carrying out the, the command of Allah, Oh, you believe, remember Allah in abundance. So let us start to change it. Let us start to change it around. Let us organize ourselves for whatever time we've got left in this world and we haven't got much left. In fact, some of us I've got maybe a half a day or one day or a few weeks or a few months or a few years <coughs> then we're gone so whatever time is left let us organize ourselves properly to remember Allah in abundance let us find a way to to remind ourselves not to forget Allah and not to forget the remembrance of Allah and that is why you know we we are we are looking at the TV and you will see continuous advertisements every day. In other words, reminders. Every day is castle larger, Heineken larger. Don't forget to drink castle larger. Astaghfirullah. So we must, we must make use of that same principle to remind us every day. Somewhere in the house we must paste up to us, uh, right, uh, uh, on a paper. We write down, don't forget to remember Allah. When we put it on the fridge, We'll put it on your mirror or wherever or in your motor car. Or you can write down, remember Allah in abundance. We need these reminders. The people do it for facade. All these reminders, they remind you every day. So we can do it for our benefit so that we don't, we don't want to in five years time again look back and say, Ek het nog al so goed gedoen in die remembrance van Allah nie. No, we want to say after five years, Alhamdulillah, I thank Allah that these reminders and these notes that I've put on the fridge and the, and the mirror has, has helped me. Or we can even ask some of our close friends, and that's the meaning of close friends, to remind us, to give us a phone call or an SMS or a WhatsApp message. Uh, Ibrahim, Raji, Khadija, Fatima, don't forget to, to your, 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 your dhikrullah. Don't forget to uh, remember Allah in abundance. Or you can ask one of your family members your cousins, your brothers, your sisters. And that is what Islam is all about. And so so these members or these family members or friends can 
remind us on a daily basis. Or parents, mother and father, can check up on the children and say, My child, did you did you say today 50 times, uh, La ilaha illallah? Did you say 50 times, Astaghfirullah? Did you put salawat on our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? And, and it's, a, it's definitely going to help, inshallah. We must find a way that for the next, for the, for the few years that we've got left, that we're not going to neglect this important part of our lives. So important that Nabi Muhammad says, should I inform you the best that you can do? Now just imagine we remind somebody to, 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 to say a hundred times, La ilaha illallah. That person is going to say it, and we are also going to benefit Allah. My dear listeners, I, I've said it a few times on the radio, and I'm going to say it again. When I went to Yemen, they showed me a person that every day says, part of his dhikr, 10,000 times, La ilaha illallah, La ilaha illallah. Now that is, that is most real meaning of remembering Allah in abundance. And we shouldn't start with 10,000. No, we, we should start with 200 or 100 or 250. And next year, inshallah, 300. And, and we, we go up the, the ladder, inshallah, until Allah grant us, we will get to 1,000 or 2,000. And inshallah, maybe one day 10,000. But the important part is that we must start, inshallah. Imagine uh, we, we remind a person to, to say every day, Subhanallah. Walhamdulillah, wala ilaha illallah, wallahu akbar. This, this dhikr, this particular dhikr is so important. It includes all the important words. Subhanallah, walhamdulillah, wala ilaha illallah, wallahu akbar. The Nabi Muhammad says, just to say subhanallah, tamla'ul mizan, it fills your scale for the day of qiyamah. Allahu akbar. Can you imagine? It fills your skill just to say subhanallah, subhanallah, subhanallah. Our beloved Nabi Muhammad Ali Sattwasan one day said to the Sahaba, Ayajizu Ahadukum and Yaksiba fi kulliyomin alfa hasana. Are you unable to earn and to do a thousand good deeds every day? Fakala ahadum min julasaihi. So one of the people sitting around Rasulullah said, Ya Rasulullah, we are uh, working people, we work, we can't do a thousand good deeds every day. The Nabi Muhammad said, I, I would show you a way that you can earn a thousand good deeds every day. To sabbihu mi'ata marra. Just say a hundred times, Subhanallah, Subhanallah, Subhanallah. Then Allah will write down as if you've done a thousand good deeds. And my dear mothers and fathers and sisters and brothers, it is not so difficult to say a hundred times, Subhanallah. Walhamdulillah, the Nabi Muhammad says, Subhanallah walhamdulillah tamla aw tamla anima bayna sama and to say subhanallah walhamdulillah will fill for you what is between the earth and the sama Allahu Akbar Jamaat Muslimin alhamdulillah is most probably the greatest dua now, now we may ask the question oh, what is the meaning alhamdulillah is a dua the understanding is that Allah says in the Quran wala in shakartum la azidannakum when you show gratefulness to Allah and thankfulness to Allah Allah will increase and increase and increase you. So the more you say Alhamdulillah and you thank Allah, all praise and thanks. The word Alhamdulillah is such a great word. Uh, if you say Alhamdulillah, it means all praise and all thanks is due to, uh, are due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wala ilaha illallah. Wallahu akbar. In the, and, you know, in these uh, four words, we are singing of the most important words, Allahu Akbar. Just imagine Nabi Musa alayhi salam, he asked Allah, Ya Allah, grant me 
something that I special that I can remember you with. Listen to this hadith, this is beautiful, Allah Akbar. We must remember it and tell it to our children and tell it to our uh, friends. We can't every time when we come together discuss again Simon Dalan and Bolden the Beautiful and Manchester United. No, we must speak about the hadith of Rasulullah. Imagine we, we can share with one another and we share it with our children and grandchildren. They will remember it for the rest of their lives. Wallahi. Nabi Musa salam asked Allah, Ya Allah, grant me something to remember, something special to remember you with. And Allah says to Nabi Musa, La ilaha illallah. Nabi Musa says, Ya Allah, but everybody says it. La ilaha illallah. I want something special. And you know what's the answer of Allah to Nabi Musa? Ya Musa, if you had to put La ilaha illallah under one part of the scale and the seven samawat, the seven heavens, Allah and the earth on the other part of the scale, the word La ilaha illallah will outweigh the seven heavens and the earth and whatever it consists, Allah Akbar. La ilaha illallah. Now what Muslim, our beloved Nabi Muhammad says, whosoever says La ilaha illallah, mukhlisan, sincerely, Allah will grant you Jannah. So the Sahaba asked, Ya Rasulullah, what is, what is the meaning of saying La ilaha illallah sincerely? So the Nabi Muhammad said, when, when, when La ilaha illallah keeps you away from everything that Allah has made haram, that is saying sincerely la ilaha it's not only by the mouth and tongue la ilaha illallah la ilaha illallah no the fact that you say la ilallah sincerely that you don't disobey Allah that is the meaning of saying la ilaha illallah sincerely alhamdulillah Sheikh. on that note we need to go for a commercial break and we just heard yeah, wa afdalu dhikr la ilaha illallah wa afdalu dua alhamdulillah Allah stay tuned Allah. the voice of the يرفرف سعدنا في كل درب فيبتاهل السنة الطافي عليها Welcome back in the program, Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage. If you just join us, of course, uh, Sheikh Ibrahim Gables in studio, the Imam of Masjid al-Rabi. Just before the break, uh, Sheikh spoke about the وَعَفْدَلُ ذِكْرِ اللَّهِ إِلَّهِ إِلَّا اللَّهِ وَعَفْدَلُ دُعَى الْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ That's a beautiful reminder, but, uh, the Raji. Uh, the best dhikr, the best form of dhikr is to say La ilaha illallah. The greatest dhikr is, of course, the Quran. But after the Quran, the best form of dhikr is to say La ilaha illallah. And the best dua is to say Alhamdulillah. So, uh, dear listeners and dear mothers and fathers and brothers and sisters, uh, to say Subhanallah, Walhamdulillah, Wala ilaha illallah, Wallahu Akbar, and Allah is the greatest. Allah is the most powerful. You know, sometimes a person uh, would, would love to know what is the real meaning of Allahu Akbar. And now this is to make an example. When Nabi Yunus alayhi salam and the, and the dua that we've made last week, when he was in the, in the belly of the whale, mm. and, and there's nobody to help him, he said, La ilaha illa anta, subhanaka inni kuntum nadhalimin. Why did he say these words? Because he believed. In Allahu Akbar, Allah is the greatest and Allah is the most powerful and Allah will help him. Allah Akbar. So that is one of the meanings of Allahu Akbar. Allah is the greatest and Allah is the most powerful and Allah is greater than anything and everything and every person in this world. My dear listeners, uh, our beloved Nabi Muhammad says, and this is, this, this is very, very crucial, Allahu Akbar. The Nabi Muhammad says, Ahabbul kalam in Allah ta'ala arba'a. لا يضرك 
بِأَيِّنَّ تَبْدَعْ The most beloved words to Allah is four words, says the Nabi Muhammad And it doesn't, it doesn't matter which, with, with which one you start. And, but the Nabi Muhammad start with Subhanallah, Walhamdulillah, Wala ilaha illallah, Wallahu Akbar. My, my dear listeners, it takes me, me back to uh, when I was still a student in Medina to Munawwara. I was, I was making Salatul Dhuhr in the Masjid of the Nabi Muhammad And then an old elderly man stood up uh, between the Adhan and Iqam of Dhuhr Salah. Because sometimes you wait for 15 minutes, sometimes you wait for 20 minutes for the Imam uh, to come in Medina's Haram. And he stood up and he said, brothers, don't waste your time. Do you know that the Nabi Muhammad said, the most beloved words to Allah is to say, Subhanallah, Alhamdulillah, Wa la ilaha illallah, Wallahu Akbar. So please keep you busy with these words, Allah. I can still picture him, can still remember him. And in fact, a few weeks after that, I noticed that he printed this hadith on a pamphlet and he gave it out in the haram of Medina, Allah. But we can just learn from others. We can just <coughs> learn from others, Allah. So, so he, he not only said it to us that day, he made it his duty to put it on paper or in a small uh, uh, booklet, these words of our beloved Nabi Muhammad. So please remember it. Nabi Muhammad says, Ahabbul kalam ilallah. The most beloved words to Allah is to say, Subhanallah, walhamdulillah, wala ilaha illallah, wallahu akbar. And we can add, wala hawla, wala quwwata illa billah. Al-Aliyul Azim, and there's no might and no power except for the might and power of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. The Nabi Muhammad said to us, uh, "Must I inform you the words that is written, that the words is, uh, that are written beneath the arsh of Allah?" And the Sahaba said, "Please tell us, Ya Rasulullah." The Nabi Muhammad said, "La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah al-Aliyul Azim." Dear listeners, we quickly want to do the du'a of last week, just to make sure that we. We uh, remember as a lot of people that wrote it down, they, they, they uh, SMS me to make sure if it's correct. So we're going to do it again, inshallah, and we do it slowly. So to give everybody a chance, uh, the dua, when, when a person is in danger, when people want to attack you, people want to harm you. And this is the words that, wa- that, wa- that, was, that was read by our beloved Nabi Muhammad, wasalam, and by that young boy that is mentioned in the Quran, the king at that time wanted to kill him, took him uh, the men took him up on the mountain, and instead of him dying, uh, uh, all of them fell down from the, the from the mountain and, and so forth. And this is a dua that he made. And our beloved Nabi Muhammad Wasallam. Allahumma ikfi nihim. Ikfi nihim. Allahumma. All of us, we, can, we, we know that word. Allahumma. The important word is ikfi nihim. Ikfi nihim. It's one word, but we're going to break it up so that we can write it down, inshallah. Ikfi nihim. Ikfi nihim Allahumma Ikfi nihim Ikfi nihim means Oh Allah Suffice and protect me Bima shi'ta Against uh, Against the evil In the way that you See fit ya Allah In the way that you want to To, to protect me ya Allah Allahu Akbar Allahumma ak, Allahumma ikfi nihim Allahumma Ikfi nihim Bima shi'ta Oh Allah Suffice And protect me Against the evil in the way that you wish, Ya Allah. So once again, Allahumma ikfi nihim. Allahumma ikfi nihim. So the fi wat kot gese, and the ni wat getrek. Allahumma ikfi nihim. Bima shi'ta. Bima shi'ta. Bima shi'ta. Allahumma 
ikfinihim bima shi'ta ya mawlana ya rabbal alamin Our dua for the day my dear listeners is one of the duas that was made by Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salam and this dua is so important that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made it an ayah of the holy Quran it is part of the Quran Allahu akbar so that we can also make use of it. That is the reason why Allah has revealed it to us. To inform us about the du'a of Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salam, there are many du'as that a lot of anbiya have made, but it's not recorded in the Qur'an. But this du'a is so important, and it is so special. Allah has revealed it to us. It is part of the Qur'an. It's part of the great Qur'an, the greatest book ever. It is the ayah of the Holy Qur'an, so that Allah wants us to make use of it. And the dua is Rabbi ja'alni Rabbi ja'alni Muqeem as-salati Rabbi ja'alni Muqeem as-salati Oh Allah make me steadfast And constant And consistent On the salah Rabbi ja'alni Muqeem as-salati You can imagine The greatest Nabi After the Nabi Muhammad It was Nabi Ibrahim Made this dua He's a Nabi, but he makes dua. Oh Allah, grant to be steadfast in the salah. I must never neglect the salah. Allahu Akbar. So how important is it for us to make the dua? Rabbi ja'alni muqeem as-salati. Because we don't, we don't ever want to, to become neglectful with the salah. Rabbi ja'alni muqeem as-salati. Wa min dhurriyati. Wa min dhurriyati. And oh Allah, also my offspring my progeny, in other words, my children, my grandchildren, my great-grandchildren, my great-great-grand, all my offspring that are still coming, grant them to be steadfast on the salah, Allahu Akbar. What an important dua. Rabbi ja'alni muqeem as-salati wa min dhurriyati wa min dhurriyati Rabbi ja'alni muqeem as-salati Rabbi ja'alni muqeem as-salati Oh Allah, please write down the translation also because we want to make the dua and we want to fully understand what we are saying and we, 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 we do it with meaning You know, I, I've read uh, a few months ago that part of the barak of this dua is if a person, if a mother and a father or a grandmother, grandfather makes it regularly with meaning, with feeling Allah will grant that your children out of themselves they will become steadfast on the salah because of the barak of your dua. Because a mother and a father's dua goes directly to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Alhamdulillah. Shukran for this, Sheikh. We need to go for the news at 12. Stay tuned to the Voice of the Cape on 91.3 FM. <laughs> يرفرف سعدنا في كل درب فيبتاهل السنة الطافي عليها Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome back to the program, Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage. If you join us, of course, the Honorable Sheikh Institute, Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels, who is the Imam of Masjidul Rabi, and myself, Raji Davajin, of not forgetting our technician doing duty, that is Faldi Fandalili. And of course, at the reception, we have uh, Zairu Nisa. Alhamdulillah, just before the news at 12, Sheikh uh, recited the beautiful dhikr and dua, Alhamdulillah. And we always ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to remove hatred from our hearts 
and they replace it with love and purify our hearts, yeah. inshallah yeah. ta'ala. Sheikh, uh, we're not going to open the lines for any questions pertaining to this program yeah. because our uh, SMS line is 47913 because there's a lot of comments that are coming through and maybe I can share it with you, Sheikh. And this lady said, uh, Sheikh, salamu alaikum, voice to keep shukran so much, reminding us of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, alhamdulillah. We, we really hold you and this program in very high esteem. Mashallah. May Allah reward you, Sheikh. And the other one, Sheikh, he say, um, Salamu alaikum. I just want to say shukran, shukran, much shuk, shukran to Sheikh for being back on radio. May Allah bless you abundantly. Amin, Ya Rabb. And the other one, yeah, Sheikh, I say, the dua the Sheikh uh, Gabriel is making now, I heard it for the first time from him on the radio mm. about two years ago. Mm. And I have been making this dua without fail in my sujood. Alhamdulillah. May Allah reward you, Sheikh, abundantly in dunya and akhirah, inshallah. Amin. And this comes from Zaytun James. MashaAllah, Karaji, uh, we say shukran to our beloved listeners for all these beautiful comments and duas. And I think that that should be the spirit that people uh, inform us. Yeah. Like last night I was at a program uh, and I spoke about the Salah as I usually do. And the person came to me and said, Sheikh, you must never stop speaking about the Salah. Because Allah. 18 years ago in a lecture also you spoke about the Salah. And I just want to tell you, since that day, I've never ever missed one Salah. Allah. So these comments are from, from our beloved sisters and, and, and brothers and mothers and fathers are very, very crucial. Alhamdulillah, we really appreciate it. Alhamdulillah, Jazakumullah khairan. Khair, inshallah. Yes, there is uh, also a listener that phoned in just before Sheikh leave yeah. to repeat the du'a, inshallah. Yeah, we're going to repeat it now. We're gonna khair, repeat inshallah. Amen. So we, we just want to round up, uh, round up uh, uh, the first part of our program by, by saying, uh, uh, you know, that the importance of um, pasting up that uh, note. Mm. Uh, don't forget to, re- to remember Allah or remember Allah in abundance. And I also want to add uh, the, the fact that there's a tasbih always around. It's, it's also a great help. A tasbih in the motor car and tasbih in your bag. Uh, so we don't waste time while we are driving, while we are sitting at the doctor's surgery. You know, or sometimes we're at the, at the, the bank and we, and for air phones, you know, but, but instead, instead of, of frustrating yourself, keep yourself busy with the dhikrullah, inshallah. And, and I, I must admit that um, most probably I benefit uh, more about giving these reminders Alhamdulillah I, I've, I, I need to share with our dear listeners that um, uh, last week we did the importance of the 100 salawat every day and Alhamdulillah I must, I must also share that um, I managed the whole week to do it last night just before I went to go and sleep I said to myself oh, I, I, because I reminded the people on the radio yes. I, I didn't uh, do the salawat yet so I took, took the tasbih and I walked up and down the house and I completed my hundred salawat. Oh, no, no, so that's why I'm saying I'm, I'm reminding people on the radio, but Alhamdulillah, uh, most probably I, I would, inshallah, benefit more, inshallah. Um, so inshallah. likewise, what we have done today, that important dhikr um, of subhanallah, walhamdulillah, wala, I'm, I'm ready uh, and I'm prepared to admit that I've neglected also that dhikr. But inshallah, with the barakah of this program, all of us, we take, we take it upon ourselves, inshallah, that we from now onwards until Allah takes us away from this world, we're going to be more consistent every day to say subhanallah walhamdulillah even if we're going to start with 30 or 50 and inshallah one day say it 100 or 200 times it is rasulullah kalam ilallah the most beloved words to allah is to say subhanallah walhamdulillah wa la ilaha illallah wallahu akbar in uskan bayfukh wa la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah al-alil azim the dua both duas the first one that we've done last week is to say, Allahumma ikfinihim, 
bima shi'ta. This is a very powerful dua. Allahumma ikfinihim bima shi'ta. In fact, the person that sent me on WhatsApp uh, this dua, and then they showed, uh, just to make a practical example, that this young man was walking in a, in a very uh, darkish you know, uh, area. And, and so three other uh, uh, criminals followed him, and he, he was worried. And then he made the dua, Allahumma, Allahumma ikfinihim bima shi'ta. And in the clipping they showed, then the, the police came past and, t- and said to the three men, hey, hey, what are you doing here? So Allah saved him, alhamdulillah. Allah, alhamdulillah. Allahumma, that's not practical. Allahumma ikfinihim bima shi'ta. And what is happening in Cape Town, in South Africa, and all over the world, we need to learn this dua and to teach it to our children and to our grandchildren and everybody else. Allahumma ikfinihim bima shi'ta. Allahumma ikfinihim bima shi'ta. The other important dua that we've done, that was done by Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salam, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has revealed it in the Quran. It is part of the Quran. It's, what, it's part of the greatness and the glorious Quran. Allahu Akbar. Rabbi ja'alni muqeem as-salati. Rabbi ja'alni. Rabbi, in other words, my creator, O oh Allah, ij'alni. Make me. Rabbi ja'alni muqeem as-salati. Make me steadfast and constant on the salah. I don't... Allah grant me that I I must not miss one salah. And I must make every salah on time. That's the meaning of being steadfast in the salah. Because Allah says in the Quran, فَوَيْلٌ لِلْمُصَلِّينَ A whale, a فَلَيْأَنِ جَهَنَّمْ A valley in the fire of Jahannam. لِلْمُصَلِّينَ For people that make five times salah. But how do they make salah? أَلَّذِينَهُمْ أَنْ صَلَاتِمْ سَاهُونَ But they are neglectful of the salah. They make dhuwar in the time of asr or Asr in the time of Maghrib, or they go to a wedding or to beach, and tonight they're going to make Dhuwar and Asr and Maghrib Isha. Allah don't want that type of Salah. Allah says, a whale, a valley in the fire of Jahannam for people that, that make that type of Salah. So this is the meaning of being steadfast on the Salah, makes Fajr on time, Dhuwar on time, Asr on time, Maghrib Isha. Rabbi ja'alni muqeem as-salati. Oh Allah, my Creator, make me, grant me to be steadfast, on the salah, wa min dhurriyati. Dhurriya means offspring. Dhurriyati, my offspring. So actually, ummi, my mother. Abi, my father. Dhurriyati, my offspring. Dhurriyati, wa min dhurriyati. Rabbi ja'alni muqeem as-salati. Wa min dhurriyati. Dhurriyati. You press on the ra and on the ya. Dhurriyati. وَمِنْ ذُرِّيَّتِي ذُرِّيَّتِي uh, Many people say ذُرِّيَّتِي No, it's not يَاتِي مِنْ ذُرِّيَّتِي رَبِّ جَعَلْنِي مُقِيمَ الصَّلَاةِ وَمِنْ ذُرِّيَّتِي رَبَّنَا وَتَقَبَّلْ دُعَا Nabi Ibrahim a.s. made this dua also رَبَّنَا وَتَقَبَّلْ دُعَا Oh Allah, our Creator, accept my dua رَبَّنَا وَتَقَبَّلْ دُعَى That is the completion of the dua. So once again, رَبِّ جَعَلْنِي مُقِيمَ الصَّلَاةِ وَمِنْ ذُرِّيَّتِي رَبَّنَا وَتَقَبَّلْ وَتَقَبَّلْ دُعَى رَبَّنَا وَتَقَبَّلْ دُعَى Oh Allah, our Creator, please accept my dua. Allah Akbar. If a person speaks to that, in that way to Allah, Allah will accept your dua. Rabbana, O oh Allah, our Creator, Wa means, please accept dua, my dua. 
Rabbana wa taqabbal dua. So for the last time, Rabbi ja'alni muqimas salati. Rabbi ja'alni, Rabbi ja'alni sa'in. Rabbi ja'alni muqimas salati, muqimas salati. وَمِنْ ذُرِّيَّتِي وَمِنْ ذُرِّيَّتِي ذُرِّيَّتِي رَبَّنَا وَتَقَبَّلْ دُعَا And the meaning of the dua is O oh Allah, my Creator, grant me, grant me to be steadfast and constant on the salah and also my offspring. In other words, make my offspring, my children, my grandchildren, my great-grandchildren, Make them all steadfast on the salah. Jamaat Muslimin, we don't know. But maybe it's because of the du'as of our parents and our grandparents and our great-grandparents that made du'a for us. This du'a, sincerely, that is why, alhamdulillah, many of us, we make our salah on time every day for all the years, alhamdulillah. Because of the barakah of the du'a of our parents or grandparents or great-great-parents, Allah Akbar. So let, we, let us do it now for our children and for our grandchildren. Sincerely, every day we say, and we thank that sister <coughs> that phoned in to say that she heard this dua two years ago, and since that day she makes every day in sujood, because the closest you get to Allah is in sujood. فَأَكْثِرُ min dua says Rasulullah, so increase the dua. And so may Allah subhanahu grant all that, uh, that sisters uh, children and grandchildren will be steadfast under salah inshallah so once again for the last time rabbi ja'alni muqimas salati wa min dhurriyyati rabbana wa taqabbal dua dear listeners now we go over to our our topic negotiating pathways towards a successful marriage such Sheikh, an important uh, uh, just before yeah. Sheikh go to that program inshallah if you keep reminding your heart about allah yeah. There will come a time when your heart will remind you of Allah. Allah Akbar. That's right. Your, your heart will remind yes. you of Allah. Yeah, because you, you keep your heart alive. Alhamdulillah. Allah Akbar. Allah. Welcome back to the program Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage. Uh, Chef, just before the commercial break, uh, I'll ask a question regarding if you keep reminding your heart about Allah, uh, there will come a time when your heart will remind you of Allah. Is that so, Chef? Yeah, that's, that's true because our beloved Nabi Muhammad says a person that uh, 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 remembers Allah is, is a person that is alive. And a person that don't remember Allah is like a dead person. Allah. So your heart is alive and your mm-hmm. heart will, will remind you. Allah says, And whosoever believes in Allah, Allah will guide your heart. Allah Amin. So, Amin. So, Amin. So, so true. Sheikh, negotiating pathways towards a successful marriage, inshallah. inshallah. So, dear listeners, negotiating, in other words, planning and working out and strategizing pathways to make your marriage a successful marriage. And that is so beautiful. That is one of the greatest successes in this world, to have a successful and a happy marriage. We stopped last week by saying, just imagine how beautiful and how admirable and how wonderful it is to have a close and a loving and a caring and a respectable relationship with your spouse, with your partner. In other words, with your wife or with your husband. With mutual respect, with mutual love, 
the, the word mutual is so crucial and so important in a marriage. In other words, it comes from both sides. Mm. Mutual respect, mutual love, mutual consultations. In other words, when you consult your, your, your spouse, you, you make your husband and your wife feel important, that they are important, their uh, opinion and their view is important. Mutual care and concern. And, and we explained last week what we mean by that. Going out of your way for your partner in life. Going out of your way. And coming back to mutual respect. A major part of respect is how husband and wife speak to one another and how they address one another. Uh, 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 last week we, we, uh, we, we spoke about that person that told me, Sheikh, I'm married now for 46 years. And for 46 years, my wife never, ever once, listen to what he says, my, my, my wife never, ever once told me in an ugly way, Ach, and I Ach, man, look, man, never, ever, in 46 years. Isn't that beautiful? Allah and and we, 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 we it, it, it doesn't matter if we again remind one another about the couple in the UK that holds a record for the longest marriage according to the Guinness Book of Records. For 75 years they were married and, and his name is Mr. Arrowsmith and he was asked, Mr. Arrowsmith, what was your secret? And he said, my secret was just two words. Yes, dear. So that, in other words, the most or all the 75 years, he consist, consistently used the word, yes, dear, yes, dear. If his wife asked him, for example, um, uh, John, can you just quickly go, go, do, do something for me? He's not going to say, ah, man, no, man, I haven't got time, and every time you are lastach. No, he just said, yes, dear, and the life goes on. Like like uh, one of our sisters, uh, um, um, SMS, she says that when, when, when a husband is sick, she does everything for him. But when she is sick, then he is miserable and he's even rude. And I'm like, that is not the spirit. Look, Mr. Aerosmith, we can learn from everybody. We can learn from non-Muslims. He said his secret was, yes, dear. So especially when your wife is sick, you go out of your way, do extra. No problem, my darling. Yes, my darling. Yes, dear. And that, that is the beauty of life. Allah Akbar. And when, when they asked the lady, Mrs. Aerosmith, what was her secret? It's also wonderful and beautiful to hear it again, she said, never be afraid to say, I am sorry. Allahu Akbar. My dear beloved ones, a key question to always ask ourselves, a very key question is, why did Allah create us? Why did Allah create us? And, and the answer is in the Quran. Allah says, الَّذِي خَلَقَ الْمَوْتَ وَالْحَيَاةَ لِيَبَلُّوَكُمْ أَيُّكُمْ أَحْسَنُ عَمَلًا Allah created death and life. And, and we every time repeat it. Why does Allah says Allah created death and life and we first live and then we die? Because the reason ulama say Allah wants to draw our attention to death because many of us, we don't think about our last day. So Allah wants to draw our attention that any day, any time your life is in the hands of Allah. Allah has created the death and life to test you who of you are going to be the best in good deeds? The best in good deeds. And our beloved Nabi Muhammad says, ما من شيء أثكل في ميزان المؤمن من خلق حسن There's nothing is going to weigh more heavily on your scale on the day of Qiyamah than your beautiful character. So what is the meaning of this hadith? The meaning of this hadith is 
Yes, the salah is going to benefit you and it's going to weigh heavily on, in your favor on your scale of Qiyamah. Likewise, your Hajj is going to weigh heavily, it's going to benefit your fasting, your Sadaqah. But your beautiful character is going to benefit you the most of all your other good deeds. Allahu Akbar. Your beautiful character is going to weigh more than your Salah, more than your Hajj, more than your fasting, more than your Sadaqah. So the, displaying the best of character to your to your spouse, to your husband, to your wife, is part of your good deeds. It's going to weigh more than your salah. And it is loved by Allah. And it is part of your ibadah to display the most beautiful character to your husband or to your wife. Allahu Akbar. And that is the reason why our beloved Nabi Muhammad says, وَخِيَارُكُمْ خِيَارُكُمْ لِنِسَائِهِمْ and the best amongst you, speaking to the husbands, speaking to the men, Rasulullah said, the best amongst you are those who are the best to the women that you are married to. As you know me by now, I don't mind in repeating certain important things over and over again. And we as a Muslim ummah and we as believers, we don't get boring when we, are, when we receive good reminders. And one of the reasons why I say so is because we get that other reminders when we look at the TV every day. Castle larger, Heineken larger, and, and all the different types of wines. And nobody complains. So mm. we as believers, we don't complain when we receive good reminders that's going to benefit us. These reminders uh, are causing the most serious havoc in the world. That, that These reminders is the mother of all sins, says the Nabi Muhammad. So if we get the reminders of... of uh, of, of good reminders, we, we don't mind. So, so the reminder is that the Nabi Muhammad says, the best of you are, who, are the, the, those who are the best to the women that you are married to. Our beloved Nabi Ali was the greatest leader. And the greatest leader always said the greatest and the most important and the most appropriate of words. Because what is the use that you have beautiful character with all other people outside your house? The people at work, they know you as a man of beautiful character. Everybody speaks about your beautiful character. And you're such a nice man. And the neighbors also know you as a, mashallah, that man is a man of beautiful character. But inside your house, you've got the ugliest character with your wife. That doesn't make sense. That's why Rasulullah says, the best of you are those who are the best to the women that you are married to. Allah Akbar. Those who are the, the best, most kind, you know, I've, I've read up, what's the meaning of being kind? Being kind also means to be most helpful. Be most helpful. That was Rasulullah in his house. Rasulullah was helpful to his, to his wives. Allahu Akbar. And most tolerant and most patient. And, and, and with certainty, my dear listeners and my dear mothers and sisters and daughters, with certainty, we can also say that the best woman in the world is she who is the best to the man, the husband that she is married to. I want to repeat that. With certainty, we can also say that the best woman in the world is the woman that is the best to the man that she's married to. Allah. Allah. And part of being amongst the best women in the world by Allah is to go out of your way to make your husband happy. That is also worthwhile to repeat. Part of being the one of the best women in the world by Allah is to go out of your way
to make your husband happy. One day our beloved Nabi Muhammad was asked, Ya Rasulullah, what is the deed that is most beloved to, to Allah? And the Nabi Muhammad said, Sururun tudkhiluhu ala nasi. Happiness that you bring to people. For example, a person is, is, in a, is in a, it's a crisis. He's about to lose his house. He's behind with his rates and with his water. And you come to him and say, My dear brother, I know you're in this problem. Alhamdulillah, I've managed to get 20,000 rand. Allahu Akbar. That man will be so happy. That is of the best that you can do in the world. Best to Allah, the most beloved to Allah. Allahu Akbar. Now, now what about your own husband? What about bringing happiness to him? And my dear sisters and mothers and daughters, one of the best ways to make your husband happy, like uh, Sheikh uh, uh, Mahmoud al-Masri quotes in his book, his book's name is Az-Zawaj al-Islami al-Sa'i, the happy Islamic marriage. He says, Hafidhi ala jamalik, look after your beauty. You are the most beautiful woman to, to your husband. Because that is the reason why you got married to you, because he saw the beauty in you. Allahu Akbar. So he says, إِنَّ مُحَافَتَتَكْ عَلَى جَمَالِكَ For you to look after your beauty and always beautify you for your husband, لَهُ تَأْثِيرٌ كَبِيرٌ عَلَى حَالَتِكَ نَفْسِيَةٌ It has got a great effect on yourself and it's got a great effect on your, on your husband. And he says, الْمَرْأَةُ الْمُهْمِلَ لِهَذَا الْجَانِبِ a, a, a woman that is neglectful with this part of this important part of, of, of life and this important part of a marriage and this important part of her palace uh, she exposes herself that the husband is going to distance himself from his wife and, and then he don't want to sit with his wife and he, he, he hasn't got patience to listen to her because he's verergelijk She's neglectful with, with, with her beauty and looking after herself. So it's, it's got a ne negative effect on both the wife and the husband. And there's no other solution, he says, Sheikh Mahmoud al-Masri. And for kikna her beauty, Allahu Akbar. So, uh, uh, our beloved Nabi Muhammad said one of the signs of a salih woman one of the signs of a salih woman is when, when the husband looks at his wife then she makes him happy MashaAllah once again we need to go for a commercial break when we come back we'll continue inshallah Welcome back to the program Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage. We've got less than uh, 10 minutes in the program, and uh, I will ask you to continue, inshallah. Jamaat uh, Muslimin, dear listeners, Sheikh Mahmoud al Masri says to our sisters, Fahafidi Ukhta, oh my dear sister. So, so look after your beauty and, and uh, look after your health and also the way you move in the house and also use beautiful words with your husband. <coughs> and 
relief and don't speak to your husband with harsh words in a harsh voice and and also don't uh, return words to him that uh, that are used in the in the, in the in the street of your country like ugly words and and only speak to him uh, words that will that, that that will will increase his love for you and 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 he says tajammali li zawjik qabla an ya'ta ila al-bayt fi al-masa fayaraka fi ahsan al-hal and beautify yourself before your husband comes home uh, and 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 ilbisi thawban nadifan laiqan and 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 put on the most beautiful clothes and use the utter the perfume that he loves and and put on your on your on your chest you know some jewelry or a chain gold chain that he has bought you and, and, and that will that will make him very very happy and wa kuni amamahu kama law kunti fi ziyarati li ahdi sadiqatik and and be in front of him listen to what sheikh mahmud al masri we can benefit this is in the book in front of me he says be in front of your husband like you would when you go visit one of your friends and you will put on your best clothes and beautiful clothes because you're going to one of your friends you're not going to a fro- friends with a with a, you know clothes that is dirty and and he says uh, uh, why do you put this handkerchief on your on your, on your head uh, you know the, the hijab is only when when you are with uh, uh, men that are not you know freemans so see and, and he's asking this question, why, why do you put on this dress that is, uh, smell like onions and, and coming from the kitchen, you know, when your when husband comes comes from, from, from work. And then he asks, مَا هَذِي الْأَسْنَانَ الَّتِي فِيهَا بَقَايَ الْبِيضِ وَالْبَقَلِ وَالْمُكَسِّرَاتِ What about this teeth? Your husband is coming home and, and uh, traces from the eye that you eat it and the nuts that you eat it is not just in the tongue. Allah Akbar. So, so, there's open words and, 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 and uh, frank words, but, but it, it helps. Once again, I, I'm reminding that our beloved Nabi Muhammad says, one of the signs of a salih woman is a, a woman that goes out the way to beautify herself for husband, says the Nabi Muhammad. And, and that is why, Jamaat al-Muslimin, we read the history of Rasulullah. When Rasulullah came back from, from travel, the Nabi Muhammad didn't go straight home. Rasulullah first went to the masjid. The reason for that is, then Rasulullah, there was no cell phones. So Rasulullah would send a message home to say that I'm, 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 I'm back from travel. I, I will be back in 10, 20 minutes of an half an hour to give his wife a chance to, to put on nice clothes. This is Rasulullah, that is how important it is. I, I want to stress this point. That is how important it is. Rasulullah didn't just arrive at home and maybe said, Aisha was not in a good state and you could have must inform me coming home. So he first went to the masjid. He respected his wife to give her a chance to, to pay, pay herself. Um, a, a man as a man, he used to come with me, he used to come with me, he used to come with me, he used to come with Imagine a man come with me, the 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 compasses vetterach, the the voorkamers veel, the kinders, the layers leer daar, and the kinders is veel, and the vrouw is he. Now it's not a happy moment. Rasulullah is our guide and he's our leader and he's the greatest leader. Allahu Akbar. And, and there's an, a, a, another important point that was made by uh, uh, Sheikh Mahmoud al-Has al-Masri. Uh, 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 he says, uh, بِي ذِكْرَيَاتِ الْمُؤْلِمَةِ Muni al-Kamal opened the bad moments and the bad things that happened in your life. He says, why do you make a storeroom of all the bad incidents and ugly memories of your marriage. 
Why don't you blot it out and rather preserve and store the good memories, that happy moments, that loving moments that you had with, with your husband? So, uh, my dear sisters and my dear mothers, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that all of us as men, we, we, we be the best husbands to our wives. And we ask Allah that we and our mothers and our sisters and our daughters be the best husbands, the mouth, the best wives to their husbands. And remember what we've said today. Uh, one of the best things that you can do is to make your husband happy. Whatever makes him happy, Allahu Akbar, you will have a happy marriage. And it is you, his duty, and we spoke about it so many times, it is his duty to honor and respect his wife and to make his wife happy. Uh, I, I've got a book at home. Uh, uh, Jannah, make make paradise of your home here before you go to the real Jannah. So make our homes a Jannah. You know, I was I was saying earlier about uh, beautiful speaking about between a husband and wife, and how admirable it is for a husband and a wife to have a beautiful relationship. And you know, for the children, I mean, that is for outside people. You know how beautiful and wonderful and admirable is for children to see their mother and their father have a beautiful relationship and a loving relationship and talking so beautiful one another. But you know how miserable it is for children when they see their mother and father every time fighting one another, ugly words to one another. It makes their, their life and their home a hell. So change our homes to a home of paradise, inshallah. Jawad Muslimin, we had more requests about du'as. And one of the du'as uh, is, what, what du'a do we make that Allah must grant us khushu in the salah, that, 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 that humility and that fear and that constancy in Allah. So uh, that du'a uh, we can make, Rabbana Allahumma ja'alna, Allahumma ja'alna minal ladina fi salatihim khashi'oon. Allahumma ja'alna minal ladina fi salatihim khashi'oon. Allahumma ja'alna minal ladina fi salatihim Khashi'un. Oh Allah, make us, grant us to be of those people fi salatim in the salah, they are khashi'un. Because Allah says in the Quran, Qada aflah al-mu'minun al-ladhina hum fi salatihim khashi'un. Allahumma ja'alna, Allahumma ja'alna min al-ladhina fi salatihim khashi'un. That is when you make dua for you, for your wife, for your husband, for your children, for everybody. If you want to make it to yourself, you say Allahumma ja'alni, Allahumma ja'alni. من الذين في صلاتهم خاشئون اللهم اجعلني من الذين في صلاتهم خاشئون Again, اللهم اجعلني من الذين في صلاتهم خاشئون The other dua people have asked for the meaning again اللهم اكفنيهم بما شئته اللهم اكفنيهم بما شئته Oh Allah, suffice me and protect me against their evil Those people want to do harm unto you, their evil Allahumma ikfinihim, O oh Allah, suffice me, and anwar abishkhan nukh for me, ya Allah, and protect for me against their evil. Bima shi'ta, bima shi'ta means in, uh, in any way you, O oh Allah, will. In a way that you will, ya Allah, that you see befitting to save me and suffice me of their evil. O oh Allah, suffice me and protect me against their evil in any way that you, O oh Allah, will, ya Rabbil Alameen. So and once again, Allahumma ikfinihim bima shi'ta. Allahumma ikfinihim bima shi'ta. In conclusion, Jamaat Muslimin, we want to make dua for all those people. As a, a lot of janazas is again a reminder for us that so many people, one of the days 
the, 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 the radio is going to announce our names. May Allah grant us a beautiful ending, Ya Rabbul Alameen. So we make dua for all those people who have passed on. A special dua for, for our beloved brother and father in West Street's Missile Spring, Buddha Yusuf Kleinsmith. Also, the Amal Kakin as a pa. I've said it this morning at, at the family's house that the pa was such a wonderful person, such a lovable person. Everybody just loved him. And he was so much concerned about the deen. His whole life was about deen. But the Yusuf Klinsmith had even had hood by to a means at Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. So, um, and he was so concerned and, and so involved in the community. He was one of the pillars of the Ikhlas in Nia Primary School. We make dua that Allah subhanahu must put sabr on the hearts of the family. And may Allah grant him nur in his qabr and jannat to fear those. And also a special dua for both my, my two beloved uh, brothers-in-law, Haji Ismail Khalant and Haji Tawir Salih, Haji Ismail Khalant. Uh, as, as, uh, uh, may Allah subhanahu grant him and my brother Ajit Tawir Salih Mahallah a speedy recovery and a complete shifa Ya Rabbil Alameen Shukran Shaykh just before we share, uh, make the dua inshallah just a message came through the person said Oh Allah an easy thing is only one which thou maketh easy and whenever thou willeth difficulties are reduced to easy things there is no deity besides Allah the most forbearing and kind who is unblemished and lord of the great throne Arsh, so praise be to Allah, cherisher of the wills, and that comes from the Sar Faqih. Inshallah. Rajid was once again a great honor to be with you and with the dear listeners. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala spare us uh, next week that we will be on again, inshallah. Jazakumullah khairan wa barakallahu feekum. Shukran, that was uh, Honorable Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels, the Imam of Majlul Rabi, inshallah. And from myself, Rajid Amazi, we say, Hasbi Rabbi Jalallah, ma fi qalbi khayrullah, ma sha Allah. Allah is in No one in the heart, only Allah. Allah, ma fi qalbi khayrullah. Allah, Akbar. Sheikh, on the note, I want to say, Shukran, also my technician doing duty, that was Faldi van der Lely, and not forgetting at the reception, we have Zero Nisa. Next on, we need to break for the walk of the world, and stay tuned at half past one, our next colleague that is Talib Samai Pulse of Wisdom from myself Raj Davazi Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh